Hi, I'm Trevor Atkinson, and I'm here with my amazing wife, Cassidy Ray Atkinson. Hello. And this is the podcast. Tell me you've seen this. I have it. Spoiler alert. You got it? Of course. (laughs) Where I make my wife watch classic movies that everyone has seen, like Back to the Future. Everybody's seen that. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Everyone has seen that. I saw the Deadpool Easter egg. <laughs> but you didn't get it. I, well, you were there to explain it to me. That's true. You're so lucky. <laughs> Love. Yeah? Tell me you've seen E.T. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Never seen it. Seen it. She hasn't seen it. She's gotta see it. Doesn't she know that everyone's seen it? Still, she hasn't seen it. I don't understand it. I'm losing my mind. Welcome back, people. <laughs> You're enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember that time we watched The Big Lebowski and I didn't like it? Yeah, I do. It was two days ago. <laughs> do you think I'm gonna like E.T.? I mean, yes, probably. It's not like, it's like a wholesome movie. It's like, you know, I wait, can show you wait, are you saying I didn't like The Big Lebowski because it wasn't wholesome? I'm saying you usually like like the wholesome stuff. If it's like, like, what do you mean? Like, like, you know, like it's not like a Disney, I don't know. It's I like, don't it's like, like a feel movie. good. It's like a if, feel good. The average movie goer is like, yeah, I like that. I mean, he phoned home. That's they, the only thing I know about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. it uh, it's E.T. I've never seen it. He's an ex. It stands for extraterrestrial. Oh, in wow. case you were, I didn't know that. If you were unaware, did you know that my number one fear is aliens? I've heard you, I've heard you speak about aliens. Yeah, you seem to have an opinion on them. Yep, I want. Is this movie anything like the fourth kind? You know what? It's so similar. <laughs> There's a lot of um, you know stress and you know obviously PTSD amongst people who have been to aliens. But no, it's nothing like that at all. That movie scared the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> That is the scariest movie of all time, fourth day. Yeah, night. true story. Um, <laughs> our good friend thought it was for a minute before I, I ruined it for him. Anyway, <laughs> back to E.T. Uh, okay, here's what I know about E.T. Nothing. He's an alien. He's an alien. I know that there is an iconic uh, scene where the kid is on a bike and he like sails over across so the moon. So E.T.'s telepathic. You know that oh. he's... Well, I mean, he made that bike fly. Like, it's not like they just... You mean spoiler telekinetic. Alert. I'm sorry, telekinetic. Well, there's a difference between telepathic and telekinetic, and you should be clear on that. I apologize. Why don't you um, educate me on this amazing... I, I will. As someone who's Are you read telepathic? a lot of... As, so, as someone who has read a lot of comic books... Nope, stop. I'm going to stop you. You want to be educated? I will tell Jean you. Gray. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Did you say Jean Grey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, telepathic is like what... Um, or a telepath. Why don't you just educate us? <laughs> no, 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 no. Telepath no, no. is like when you can read people's minds. And then telekinetic, because kinetic... Kinetic energy. That's right. Kinetic is when you can move things with your mind. Neil deGrasse, thank you so much. You're welcome. Anyway, back to E.T. <laughs> so he's telekinetic? Well, I mean, he makes the bike fly. I don't, I don't know if he's... He's an alien. I don't know what he is. I don't know, I don't know his family. <sighs> okay. So that's what I know. I know the bike flies. I know that his finger glows. I know that um, he wants to go home. <laughs> and I know, here's 
here's what I know about E.T. that isn't really about the movie, but maybe it's something that you don't know. So, there, have you ever heard of the Atari E.T. video game? No. Okay, so this is going to be a bit of knowledge I know that you don't because I like retro video games. They, so when E.T. came out, it was like, I think it was like the surprise success. Probably wasn't a surprise. Uh, I'm a bad historian. Anyway, it was super popular. They were like, we gotta make a video game. So what happened was this game kind of got rushed. I ended up being like, it's notoriously known as the worst video game ever made. I'm gonna silence my phone right now. I'm so sorry. So disrespectful. It is just, it's disrespectful to Steven Spielberg. It is. It's disrespectful to our patrons. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore is in this? Yeah, she's a kid. I only know Drew Barrymore from Firestarter as a kid. The Stephen. Yeah, this is around the same time, I think. Oh, I didn't know she was in this. Is she the main character? Her, oh God. I haven't seen E.T. in like 15 years or something, but like I think her her brother's the main character. It's a oh, boy. Oh, she's a sister. I think it's brother and sister. I should know more. Okay. But she's uh, definitely in Let's just, um, let's go back to the video game. It's notoriously known as the worst video game ever made. Uh, it was so bad. For Atari? Yeah. Well, I mean, they still talk about it. Like, it is really just one of the worst games ever made. They, there, there were rumors that they couldn't move all this product, all the game, and they actually, like, buried thousands of these cartridges in a landfill. What? Yeah, there's a whole documentary about this. So the documentary is called it's called Atari Game Over, uh, and it's about the North American video game crash of 83. Uh, it basically talks about E.T. And, and kind of what happened with the downfall of Atari, but E.T. was at the center of it. And that is all I know Whoa, about E.T. So ET, are you saying E.T. destroyed Atari? Like, yeah. I, it was oh my god. Is this a good nerd? way to like... like a... <laughs> <laughs> do an episode on E.T. about how it fucked up Atari? <laughs> well, I don't... I'm sure there was more to it. The documentary was good. I'll Please watch, watch it. This. It's great. What's it called it. again? It's called Atari Game Over. And it's it's honestly... There's a couple really good retro game documentaries out there. But this is a really good one. Um, it even features a DeLorean, oh which God. is from a movie that I also haven't seen that will cover. Uh, everyone's sure. seen. Alright, that's the whole premise of the podcast, I guess. Well, good God. Now that we know that E.T. destroyed Atari, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot wait to watch it. So now I want to ask you, as we were compiling this list of uh, movies that I should be seeing, that are apparently it's required viewing, E.T., why? Why is it you don't even required? Remember it. And so I don't really remember what happened, really. I, remember, I know they went trick-or-treating and he wore, like, a ghost outfit and it was, like, ridiculous that no one could tell he was an alien, but he, like, went... He, like... Uh, <laughs> which I... No, like, spoiler, but he, like... I, I think that... I mean, I, you don't have to give me a spoiler <laughs> warning because it's been, like, 30 years. <laughs> it's, like, just one of those things, those images you remember from childhood. How old were... Do you remember how old you were when you watched it? Do you remember watching it as a kid? Like, do you remember where you yeah, were? Yeah, I think, uh, where I was? Man, not really. No. Do you remember who you watched it with? <laughs> we should Why? cut all of no, this. No, 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 we're keeping this. Why is this required viewing? I think because just culturally, as you grow up, you're it's still talked about. It is still talked about. Yeah, so I think there's, that's, that's the reason. I mean, people are still talking about it. Are you excited to watch it again? No, not really. Really? <laughs> because when we were making this movie list, you were like, yeah, everyone's CDT. 
Like, okay, I have it. I mean, no, I'm not that excited to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's what's going to happen. We're probably going to watch this movie. I'm afraid I'm going to really like it. You'll be like, this is why I don't remember it. Because I didn't (laughs) like it. (laughs) Well, it's not that I don't remember it. It's just, I mean, I think over time it's just different for what it was at the time that you watched it. What time did it come, like what year did it come out? I actually don't know. I'm assuming the 80s sometime. Guess what? I have a computer right here. It came out in 82. Woo! That's early. I mean, I love science fiction. I... I want to like it. Not too long after Jaws. Oh, no. Wait, did Steven Spielberg do Jaws? Am I wrong? I don't know. You don't trust me. Trust you. Look it up. Did he do Jaws? Yeah, Steven Spielberg did Jaws. Oh, I hated Jaws. Yeah. He did that in 75. Oh, no. Am I going to not like E.T.? Probably not. Ooh. That just put a damper on things. Well... I guess it's that time to see if E.T. is better than Jaws. Yes, let's dive deep into the world of extraterrestrials. Or go high into outer space. Because that's where... Here we are. All right. We'll, we'll be back. Uh, thanks for sticking After with watching me. it. <laughs> Australia. Ah, salute. Freaking. Universal and MCA company? What? Is this movie notoriously known They're, for not having music during the logo? This is very silent. Everyone, let's enjoy you the silence. You know why? Because it's in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, space, space is, is... There's nothing in space. Famously quiet in spaces. We're looking at the beautiful night sky as it uh, transcends the tree line. John Williams introduced you to a French horn. <laughs> Where's E.T.? He's in those woods. Oh, there he is. Oh, God. <laughs> He's already here? It just started. Okay, I gotta start typing. And we're back. <laughs> After two hours of us trying to figure out our recording equipment. <laughs> That's right. We don't know what we're doing at all. Thank God for YouTube. YouTube. I totally have two beers in front of me, just in case. I only have one drink. Well, that's lame. I've got Bell's Porter and Bell's Two-Hearted. It's very Bell's today. Yeah. Got a little bit of Irish mixed in there with some Jameson and Verner's. (laughs) The reason I'm drinking Jameson and Verner's is because I have a cold. (laughs) Yes, you heard it right. That is the perfect cocktail to get over a cold. Hot toddy is better, but speaking of drinking... You know who else drank? The kid? No. Well, he got affected by the drinking. E.T. Right, because they were connected spiritually. Coors Light. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of product placement in this movie. Coors Light, so so good. (laughs) Yeah, that that was funny. He was a great drunk. I think he was a funny drunk. He was wearing like a flannel coat. Yeah. (laughs) Or like not a coat, but like, you know. A little house shirt. He looked nice. Yeah. Well, should we we get into it? Yeah, sure, let's do it. Are you nervous? A little, well, I'm a little nervous because I I was surprised of how emotional I was watching it again. It won four Oscars. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, I was kind of tearing up. 
Were you really? Yeah, you did, I, I hit it well, didn't I? Oh, you're uh -huh. so good at concealing your emotions. You're just like Elsa from Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. No, conceal, don't feel. That's I don't, I don't know what that is. You've never even seen Frozen. I'm done. Um, all right, let's get started. All right. Wait, e hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man. That was, that was a weak that was gonna be a burp. burp. Weak burp. <clears throat> Shut up. Okay, E.T. It starts, it is the most silent universal logo intro you've ever encountered. Uh, but John Williams uh, saves the day. He gets really into French horns and one single lonely flute. There's a forest and then boom, there's a UFO on the ground. Yeah, with like really advanced um, uh, spotlights. Like, yeah, like I literally wrote the UFO looks really good. I would totally party in it, rave lighting. It didn't look like you were walking up to like a, the a dopest rave. club in the world. <laughs> I was like, let's go. And you got short aliens in there. Like, I'm I'm game. Yeah, uh, and then right away we see ET like struggling on the ground. Maybe it wasn't him because there was like fifty aliens, right? Well, yeah, they were, they, well, they were all canvassing, like, they obviously landed on Earth to check out the, like, plant life or something. They were doing experiments. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were all just into the shrubberies. They were super into it. Uh, we get our first really clear shot of these alien fingers. We see a lot of these alien fingers all through this movie. Um, <laughs> then it cuts to some alien flora, which looks great. It's no CGI. It's like, this is absolutely real. Uh, John Williams, uh, his score is just counting through. It's classic John Williams. And they, they like keep cutting to a picture of this rabbit. Um, oh, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I kept thinking like, I'm like, are they going to eat they're the gonna rabbit? They're going to eat that rabbit. I was like, oh, they're going to eat that rabbit right now. I'm like, I want to see it. Yeah, well, because you see, like, the E.T. fingers. Again, it's another close-up shot of those fingers, and the rabbit's like, get those fingers away Wait, from me. And then one finger's so long, his pointer finger, his index finger is super, super long. long. And I was like, Jesus. And he, like, takes some plants out of the ground. So, yeah, I think you're right. They were kind of, like, collecting That's my whole materials. point. That he purposely showed a shot of him taking a plant out. I'm like, well, they're checking out Earth. They're like, what's That's going what on on Earth? Like, let's check this shit out, man. We got, like, plant life. There's oxygen. Yeah. There's, it's abundant. They're probably like, this is dope. Like, let's let's check this out. Like, this is dope planet because they probably go by like you know like jupiter they're like ah that's a lot of gas storms yeah but the rings are pretty jupiter doesn't have rings yes it does does it not saturn has rings no jupiter has rings too hey jupiter yeah. has a whole bunch of moons like a, does like... jupiter have rings haha -ha, yes it has several rings well they're not very visible how's that they're very faint because i look at You're jupiter correct. all the time anyway i was right you were wrong you were wrong. Let's continue. I was right. <laughs> so then, like, our E.T., our buddy, is off walking by himself, and he is just super into these trees, which are pretty impressive. They're very tall. Um, and for a split second, it looks like the hayfields in Alien Covenant. I might be the only one that's going to draw that parallel, but I swear to God, he was, like, going through, like, some sort of wheat or hayfield, and I was like, this looks just like Alien Covenant, but it's not that kind of alien movie. Uh, he sees the city, uh, but then a car rolls up and really disturbs the scenery. It turns out it's a lot of cars. There's a shot of the exhaust. It's like driving home this point that, like, humans suck. We're polluting the earth. Well, and I think even more the government sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I'll get to that. But I don't think the government in this case was particularly bad. We come to learn that. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. 
Um, so it, this guy gets out of the car and he's got um, the loudest, most jangly set of keys in existence. <laughs> no, keep going. Okay, so he gets out, he's got these keys, um, and a bunch of other dudes get out and they're looking for something, probably aliens, because there is no way that like rave it's party feds, UFO bro. came down to earth and no one saw it. Um, then there's like a chase scene. And E.T. is running, and for some reason he's glowing red, which is terrible, because how are you going to hide when you're glowing bright red like that? Yeah, and we'll explain that later, but yeah. there's a reason. <laughs> um, and these keys are just, like, jingling nonstop. It was yeah. driving me nuts. Well, I actually have to say I loved what he did, because he always came to the same sh- uh, mechanical shot of showing the bad people at their waist. Like, you never saw you don't see the their whole faces. bad person. You never see their face, their faces, exactly. But you just, it's like, it's kind of gross. It's like a crotch it's shot. It's a crotch over and over, over and again. over again. But it worked, I think, because you're just like, oh, now I know this person's bad because it's a shot of their crotch. Yeah, their faceless bad guys, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you don't see them at all. Um, then it, it's like uh, the UFO starts leaving without E.T. And then the dudes stop looking for him because they're like, holy shit, UFO. Um, and E.T. decides <laughs> he's, yeah. e. he's going to make his way to the city. Uh, then it cuts. But <laughs> <laughs> right? he's going to make a go of it. Yeah. <laughs> in the big I'm going to make new friends in the big city. <laughs> okay. In suburbia. So it cuts to a nice house, um, and there's a group of, like, teenage kids, and they are playing, like, some sort of version of Deity, and they're totally smoking, like, cigarettes. Just, like, there's so much smoke. Yeah, this was really weird. This was so weird. And this is when we get introduced to one of the younger kids, who's the main character, Elliot. Elliot wants to play. The older kids are like, no, you're stupid. And then they make him get the pizza delivery, which I thought... um, (laughs) I get it's a different time, but it's like he goes outside by himself. It's dark, and there's like a random pizza delivery guy. He could have been kidnapped or some shit. I I wonder if he just wanted that shot. I always say this about directors like I know anything about directing a film, which I don't. But (laughs) I think that the shot looked really cool of him. It looked gorgeous, but but it looked like The Exorcist for a split second. Well, the kid's going up to a stranger in a car and taking the, the guy. The pizza delivery guy never got out of the car. Yeah. And the kid reaches in and he's like giving him money. I'm like, it was is this like the a drug shadiest, deal? the shadiest piece what of trade-off. <laughs> That's so un unnormal. It was freaking. There were so many things and you're gonna get into it, but so many unnormal things to do with pizza happen. I just can't believe they <laughs> let him like, go outside by himself. He's not that old. Like how old is Elliot? He was the littlest. And the mom was there. Oh, but Let's the mom just... didn't know that he was getting pizza. Like didn't know that even. Oh, pizza that's was right. Happening. Yeah, you're right. She didn't so know they that just were. this mom's I got a lot to say about the mom and E.T. Um, anyway, yeah. so he goes outside, he gets the pizza, and while he's out there, um, he hears a noise. And of course, I was like, here's where he gets abducted by aliens or like a criminal, because that's what happens in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> um, then it cuts back to inside. Uh, the older kids are just making a ton of noise, so they can't hear Elliot outside, like screaming for their attention. Mom's in there. She's undo like she's um, unloading the dishwasher. Apparently, she is so chill with these young teens just smoking. Yeah, so she doesn't say anything. She's <laughs> she's loading or unloading the dishwasher. She has nothing on but a silk robe. Yeah, and there's all these preteen boys there smoking cigarettes and playing D and D. It's a weird. And they're thing. like obviously, I mean, come on, like thirteen to fourteen years old. Yeah, yeah. Like around there. Like maybe 15, 16. How old's Elliot? He's super little. 
I mean, yeah, it's got to be like, like 11, oh, like oh. 10, 10, I don't know. Okay. But what, what's with the mom, like, in a silk robe? I don't know, like, maybe. That was weird. I mean, it's kind of glamorous. I like silk, excuse me, I like silk robes. If, if you've got, like, your friends over, your mom's not naked in a silk robe walking around no. doing the, the house chores. Like, I, I, I don't know, I was, I was, I didn't get it. It's like when you go to your friend's house I, as a kid and the dad's just, like, chilling in his boxers. And... If I was one of those guys and the hot mom was in a silk robe, I'd be like, I'd be over there every day. Like, what? <laughs> What's going on at this house? This is amazing. A lot goes on at this house. Like, these kids get away with everything, and this is the most oblivious mom who has ever lived. Um, well, so Elliot's outside, and he hears a sound. No one's coming to help him, so he goes to investigate what he heard. Uh, he puts the pizza on the ground, totally gross, first of all, and he walks up to his shed, and he, like, first of all, there's so much fog in this neighborhood, just, like, constant amounts of fog are being, it's being pumped in, and there's a ball, and he throws the ball into the shed, and then something throws the ball back out. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> he falls, he's, like, running away, he immediately falls running away, would not survive a horror movie, just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I wrote, Mom is wearing a robe for some reason. <laughs> anyway, Elliot runs in, and he's, like, freaking out and telling everyone, there's something out there, something out there. And he says, no one go out there. It's very, very horror movie-like. And all the kids are like, yeah, no. And they, no, like, they grab, just all go anyway. And they grab a bunch of kitchen knives. <laughs> <laughs> they run out, and the, the mom's, mom's like, just, no. The mom's desperately trying to keep these preteens, like, <laughs> from running out of the house with knives. <laughs> So they all run to the shed, even mom, and they find these footprints that are so clearly not coyote tracks, but all the kids are like, coyotes are bad. They weren't even footprints, they were like hand swipes of dust. <laughs> like if you've ever like um, sanded a floor and you have dust residue all over the floor and you like can see like if you like swiped your hand across, that's all it was. They weren't coyote tracks by any means. That's not anything, that's just... Nothing, it's nothing. They were so, like, they immediately are ready to make fun of poor little Elliot. They go back inside, and then we get another shot of E.T.'s fingers, and he's, like, breathing real heavily in the shed. It's super creepy. They are, those fingers are weird. And they, there's so <laughs> many shots of them. It's, like, over and over again. Um, cuts to Elliot. He's chilling in bed. He's got the really cute family dog with him. Um, he's restless, and he decides he's going to go back out to investigate alone um, in in a cornfield. He's it was always cornfield. alone outside. He's always alone it's outside. His mom. He's the worst single mom. Hey, it's hard to be a single mom. I mean, it is. Oh, yeah. It is. I'm sure it's very hard. She's got three kids. Your kid's <laughs> outside in the middle of the night. Like, what's, what's going Coyotes on? Coyotes are afoot. Anyway, <laughs> so he, he ends up, it is a cornfield, right? It looks like a cornfield to me. Which is great because it's like classic alien, right? Like crop circles and whatnot. They're not on a farm. They're in like Maine suburbia. They're in like like a a development. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's out there. He's out there in the classic alien abduction, you know, horror movie setting. Um, He sees more of these coyote footprints. Uh, He (laughs) follows them and he runs into E.T. and they're both super startled. Um, There's lots of screaming. E.T., very inconsiderate, knocks over the trash as he runs away, doesn't even apologize. It's a lot of trash. You know they're going to have raccoon problems. So I think that he didn't run by that stuff. You think he flew? He was just... uh, Oh, you think it was his power? Yeah, I think he was just so upset 
that he was. That's why the swings were swinging. I mean, nobody runs mm. by that many things and affects that many things that's running. That's good back. because I was because like, he's telekinetic, right? Yeah, and he doesn't move that fast. So. No, he's I, I wondered, waddling around. I wondered if he like <laughs> if he like flung himself with his powers and that. Yeah, but he's like as he's running by, like make sure I push this swing, make sure I like um, push the other swing. I'm gonna knock over both tra- trash cans as I fly by. It's like no, he he's just he was so upset. From it that he affected the yeah. Environment. That's what I think. That makes, I, don't, I don't know. That makes way more sense. We should call Spielberg right now. And be like, bro, what was going on? Spielberg, come on, hit Spielberg. us up. Uh, you can uh, email us at tell me tell you seen this. this. At Gmail, like, Spielberg, bro, what was going on? Um. So the next morning, Elliot is off on his bike because it's an eighties movie. Uh, and John Williams is just coming in hard with the adventure music. Oh, Williams is all over Holy this. Holy cow, he's like, he this kid. He was all over this track. Like, he's like, I'm dancing on this track. Yes, he's like, this kid <laughs> is on a bike searching for a friendly alien music adventure. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, Elliot is super into Reese's Pieces. And for some reason, he's like, aliens probably like this. So he's leaving a trail. And it totally works, but also, how much did Reese's pay? This, <laughs> Spielberg. This bland ad. <laughs> yeah, Reese's Pieces had a great. Ad. They sure did. Uh, in Elliot's search for ET, he comes across a suspicious dude kicking at the earth, which I was like, I get, I get it. Like, yeah, he is with the government clearly, but I was stranger like, danger. he's just some dude like kicking at the dirt, and Elliot mm, like stranger, stranger danger. danger. <laughs> Which, I was like, mind your damn business, Elliot. And then, so he leaves, and it's another shot of E.T.'s fingers. We're up to, like, five shots of E.T.'s fingers. Well, I, let's, okay, there's a reason, and I think it's a mechanic in film, where it's like, you don't just show the character right away. You have to slowly introduce the audience Okay, to but it. for the record, even when they introduce E.T., it's still just constant shots of his hand. After like, the fact? Yes, yeah. 100%. I know. But yeah, starting out, I think that's what he was doing. He's like, here's his hands. Yeah. We're just going to show you his hands, guys. His real creepy hands. We're not going to just <laughs> throw an alien in your face. <laughs> so, it cuts to dinner with the fam. There's Halloween talk, um, what everyone wants to go as. Uh, Drew Barrymore is tiny in this. She's adorable. <laughs> she is so cute. Yes. Um, no one believes what Elliot saw, and he gets really defensive, and he totally drops the sickest insult ever. He calls his brother penis breath. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, that is so good. I'm going to use good that. <laughs> um, the dad is noticeably absent. Uh, he says, Elliot says, well, he's in Mexico with Sally. And we see now this is um, this family, you know, the family mom drama. is family drama. Mom and dad is separated. She's really upset. She starts crying. Um, the older brother tells Elliot, you know, you're being a jerk. You know, why would you say something like that to her? Um, and then Elliot, you know, he like grabs his plate. He's like, F this. And he goes to um, do his dishes and he's staring out the window while filling up the sink. And the sink must be filling up with like the most scalding water of all time. Because did you see how much steam. steam was rising up out of that sink? <laughs> Crazy. What about too? Like after he said the dads and my dad's in Mexico or whatever. With Mary. You see the mom in her. She's in a robe again. Yeah. And you see her just like look out the sink, um, the kitchen window, like like so sad, 
visibly, like, just so disturbed by what d- her son doesn't said. Doesn't she say, too, like, oh, he doesn't even like Mexico. So yeah. He, he went to Mexico with this woman. she was so scalded by what her young son said. She was really hurt. I mean. Yeah, it was. That's a tough one. Um, then we're, we're back to Elliot. He's chilling in a lawn chair outside, um, outside the shed. And then E.T. is there. Again, lots of fog. Um, and then Elliot has just like a serious frog in his throat because he keeps like trying to call for his mom or brother, but like He's he can't. Too scared. Yeah, he can't get it out. Um, Et shuffles towards him, and I can tell the like, creepiest yeah, way it is ever. So freaking creepy! I would have been like, "This thing's gonna kill me." Yeah. Um, it's another shot of Et's fingers, and he like slowly drops the Reese's pieces in his lap. In his lap, mm-hmm. yeah. So then Elliot is leaving a trail of this candy um, into the house to get E.T. inside, which is like, what the hell? You have no idea what this being is. You're like, come on in. Let's go. Um, and then there's well, a... I, yes. well, let me say, I, I don't mean to cut you off, no. but I think that the gesture of E.T. leaving the Reese's in his lap, and you actually, Spielberg actually showed a shot of him changing from fear to... Um, I would guess uh, wonderment and curiosity. I don't think that kid has a lot of street smarts, to be honest. He does. He doesn't. He's a little kid, but <laughs> but he, something's you'd scared of something, and then it gives you what you were giving him in the woods, mm-hmm. and you go, oh wait, I think this guy's trying to communicate with me, and like that's well, fair. I'll bring him in. And I if mean, I was a kid, I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, come on, come on over here, man. It's wholesome. Like, come I mean, on, come chill. Definitely it is wholesome. I'm it's saying. super wholesome. It's it super nitpicky because I really did like the movie. It was good. Um, so he gets E.T. inside. Uh, there's another shot of E.T.'s hands and he's grabbing the PCs <laughs> one by one. He it's follows hands. Elliot all the way into his room, but then it's like Elliot's out of candy. Um, then there's just more shots of E.T.'s hands and he's just grabbing his all the His hands are stuff. like the... the um protagonist like his hands are like really the, are. the star of the movie is E.T.'s hands. Starring E.T.'s hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm pretty got a sure. good pair of hands on you but fella. There has got to be more like his hands <laughs> probably have more screen time than, than he, him his face. Or anyone yeah. else. <laughs> so he's just grabbing all of Elliot's stuff off this desk and he's knocking stuff over um, and then they have like a staring contest and then like a miming contest or like copying each other and then something happens and Elliot kind of starts falling asleep standing up and eventually he falls over into a chair um, and passes out uh, then it cuts to outside still super foggy and the dude with the loudest keys is back <laughs> they are clearly looking for E.T. and I, I wrote here we don't ever see their faces just their crotches <laughs> They find some Reese's Pieces, so you know they're like, they're on the hunt. They got the scent. <laughs> it was kind of weird. We are just like, how much man crotch am I going to look at in this so movie? Like, man crotch. <laughs> Dude, there was so much of it, and it was always the government guys. It's like they were um, sponsored by man crotch. <laughs> Reese's Pieces. Brought to you in. by man crotch. <laughs> so, <laughs> next Sorry. morning, Elliot is sick mom takes his temperature but he's totally faking oldest trick in the book he's holding the thermometer up to a light um so mom's like okay i gotta go to work but my son's gonna stay home sick so she starts uh like grabbing a comforter out of the closet and elliot's real nervous because apparently et's hiding in there but this is just the start of how 
unbelievably oblivious this woman is because she does not see E.T. Uh, she gets the comforter. Uh, the older brother, while this is all happening, he's like doing the worst job ever backing out of the driveway in a yeah. car. <laughs> what in the world was that? Like, terrible. <laughs> well, I think uh, later in the film he talks about, I'll never get my license. You For know, good I, reason. And it, and I think he's. It was just like the joke, like he's fifteen or sixteen. He's about to get his driver's test. And Watch like, out, everyone! This is what teenagers go through. Ha ha ha! Eighties movie, and it's just like, and it's like, who in the world has ever had that much trouble backing out of a driveway? Like, I it was suck so... at driving, and I have never, I've never <laughs> had as much trouble as he had. I, I love. God, and the driveway is about, huge. It's a very it's wide It's so drive. big. There's no There is trees. actually a turnaround area where you could not have to back out. Yeah. You could go forward. You could like, there's so much room for activities. <laughs> and this guy, he was just struggling. He, he could do it. such a hard time. It was terrible. I and I love what? that about these movies. The dramatizations are so outrageous. <laughs> They're so outrageous. It was funny. I definitely laughed. Um, oh, I was laughing. Then mom's like, I gotta go to work. She kisses Elliot goodbye and she tells him, um, no TV. And I was like, WTF, what the hell is he supposed to do? He's sick. sick like, yeah. all you do is watch TV when you're sick. And he was um, <laughs> holding the thermometer up to the lamp yes. to make her think he was having fever. <laughs> so everyone leaves. E.T. is coaxed out of the closet um, by Elliot. And he starts trying to communicate with him, and he's really just got all the zest of, like, a young boy. Um, E.T., like, really doesn't care at first. And then there's a, so clearly a product placement by Coca-Cola, because Elliot's like, yeah, look, this is Coke. We drink this. (laughs) Then he shows him all his action figures, Um, a lot of Star Wars action figures, so you know that the Spielberg and Lucas friendship runs real deep. Yeah, run real deep. Yeah. yeah. Um, That was very cool. They referenced Lando Calrissian mm-hmm. and um, Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And, which I was um, like, that's that's. Dope. What's the one who sh- didn't shoot first? Him? No, the oh, other one. Oh, uh, Greedo. Yep, him too. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was before the rest of them. Um, so Elliot's showing him these action figures, and then like starts showing him money, and then peanuts, and cars, and he's explaining everything. He's showing and, him about the world. Yeah, basically. he's he's just so enthusiastic. It's it is adorable. Um, And then Elliot realizes, oh, this makes so much sense now that I've seen the whole movie because I was like, this is such a weird scene because he's like, are you hungry? And then Elliot's like, I'm hungry. Like, oh, they're connected. I get it now. Mm. I did not get it at first, but so they... That was the first hint at that. Exactly. Uh, So they walk out into the hallway and this dog comes in, the family dog, and it's like, holy shit, there's an alien. The alien's freaking out. Um, but then it's okay, <laughs> I guess. Elliot like gets the dog out um, and starts to go find some food. E.T. finds an umbrella, opens it, freaks out, and runs. Elliot drops the food he was getting. More Coca-Cola appears. Uh, and then, then all of a sudden, it's after school, and the older brother is back from football practice. With his pads. Which you've informed which does me not that ha- doesn't happen. happen. At least I don't think so. I mean... If anyone listening to this, if there's anybody listening, I don't think that football players bring their pads home. I have no idea. I don't idea. think that happens. They usually leave them. Maybe I could be completely wrong, though, because I didn't do that in high school. I also did not play football. I was a band geek. I was very lazy. <laughs> Same. I ran track. Same. <laughs> wow, it's like we have similar interests. <laughs> Chewing, choking on a raspberry. You're welcome. 
Um, so Elliot makes his brother swear to keep like the greatest secret, the greatest. What does he say? It's like absolute power. Like uh, yeah, because he wants. I think that between brothers, that makes sense to me because like your brother is gonna be like, no, it's BS, and I'm telling mom, blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's like when you say that absolute power, it's like you know you have to trust me. He's like it swear would... to God, basically. Yeah. It's like, it's like it doesn't get any more serious than this. Yep. Um, and so the older brother does, uh, and then Elliot shows him ET, and he's like, holy shit. Then Drew Barrymore barges in, and she starts screaming. Everyone's screaming. Shelves start falling. These shelves were not installed well. Yeah, they fell so easily. <laughs> yeah, they're full of stuff. Um, they all hide in the <laughs> Those closet. Those aren't load bearing. No. <laughs> they all hide in the closet except for Elliot, who has to confront his mom, um, who's come running in, obviously, because everyone is screaming. Um, he does some damage control. Mom leaves. And then Elliot tells his siblings he's keeping E.T. And he tells his sister that... Um, E.T. is a boy, which I was like, how the hell does he know that? E.T. could be a girl too, like, right? Well, I think that it's just a little boy who was connecting with an alien, so he's like, it's a boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, like, he knows a lot about this alien. Like he's like, there's a dick. No, I mean, he <laughs> I mean, just... there wasn't one. He doesn't wear clothes. They specifically say he doesn't wear I clothes. I think he just was connected with him and was like, no, he's a boy. Because he was... It's like, I see myself in him. There was a connection happening between the two of them. Yeah. He's male. He's human male. And I think that's why he said that. Right. There's no um, real reasoning to it. But. While they're all saying this, the kids are just like, all of them are staring really wide-eyed at E.T. And I was like, E.T. is probably like, what the hell? These kids are just staring at me. Like, Yeah, he does look. It's weird. <laughs> um, but well, everyone... <laughs> Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, for um, E.T.'s perspective, he's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like, uh, hey, hey, guys. It was uncomfortable. It's like, you guys, you just need a little more chill. Yeah, it's yeah. rude. A little more chill. Uh, everyone promises not to tell mom, and then E.T.'s neck gets really long, which I guess that's just like, hey, he can do this. It's one of his character traits. It doesn't it's really the first time you see him do it. Like, he does it a bunch, actually. Yeah, but he doesn't, like, why? It doesn't, like, save the day or anything. I think it's just a character trait. It's about him. It's kind of like um, our when our German shepherd um, tilts her head when she's trying um, to understand. I think, right. I think he was just that's showing. Cute. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was like, this is a character trait. This is an alien. Like, right. Like, we, you know, long-haired women, you know, put their hair behind their ear. Or mm-hmm. We all have little things that we do, and I think that's what that was. That's... Excuse me, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, then it cuts to outside, and the dude with the keys is back again. It's just the movie being like, we are still on E.T.'s trail. You're not safe. Then it cuts to mom watering plants. Uh, the phone rings. She answers it. And then Drew Barrymore puts the saddest looking flower into a wagon uh, and then goes across the hall to Elliot's room where everyone's hanging out with E.T. E.T.'s in there, like, gorging himself on food. Uh, and Elliot uses a globe to kind of show E.T. where they're located on Earth, and then he asks E.T., you know, where are you from? And E.T. points dramatically to the sky. Then he uses, yeah. like, a like a science space children's, you know, textbook uh, and puts some Play-Doh balls on it, and then, boom, you're like, E.T. has telekinesis, so these balls start floating. Whoa, hold on a second. What am I missing? Well... I thought that was just like a picture, and he actually brought some matter out of the page. No, those are Play-Doh balls. He's, he's, they placed Play-Doh balls? Did I miss that? 
I'm like so sure that he like grabbed them from Elliot's desk and he like put them on the. Mm, I almost want to watch it again now because I thought that you're telling just, me he can like manifest material. That's out what of I thought air. happened. If anyone's listening, we got this scene wrong. But I thought that he um, they showed him just a picture of the solar system, yeah. right? Yeah. And he like brought. No, he put the, him on there. I like he. It showed his really gross fingers like grabbing the balls, and then. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Am I, believe I wrong? You. I believe you. Please write in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tell me you've seen this. We're not gonna. Re- we literally just watched this. So, but yeah, if any, anyone just let us know. Please but I thought know. that it like just manifested out of the page because he's yeah. like so magical. I don't think he's that. I'm probably magical. wrong. I'm You're probably wrong. wrong. You're wrong. I'm not, I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. Um, then Elliot says something scary is going on. He goes outside, um, past the shed to a gate, and I'm assuming he's like. I don't really know what that all was about. Was he just like the implications that this creature is an alien and that's why he was... I couldn't tell if it was because he it was like, holy crap, this thing's an alien or if it's because he was like, the government's tracking us. Do you know uh, what I'm talking about? No, I'm sorry. I, was, was I just fed my dog and wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> he like goes outside. Where, so where are we at? So he go right the brother this. knows... Has seen the animal. Everyone knows except the mom, because the mom right. is very oblivious. But after E.T. is like, yo, I'm an alien, uh, Elliot, go- <laughs> <laughs> Elliot goes outside and he says he says something is scary. And I didn't understand what he meant by that. It's, does he mean like the fact that he's an alien is scary? Or the fact that, oh, I mean, he doesn't yeah, know the, the man, government. The man's coming at him. But it doesn't show that. I didn't I, get I, I it. I think he is... We don't know it, but I think he's connected with E.T., so he's getting a lot more um, vibey stuff. That would that would definitely make sense. Okay, I'm willing to accept that and move on. Uh, meanwhile, E.T. is, like, reading kids' books to learn how to speak and read. Um, and he also revives that really sad dead flower from Drew Barrymore. It becomes quite a plot point. It um, does. <laughs> it's very powerful. Catalyst. It is, some might say. <laughs> Next day, they're going to school. Uh, the older kids that were smoking and playing D&D earlier are back, and they're total bullies. Um, they're kind of insulting Elliot, whatever. The older kids all get they're on bros. the bus. Yeah, they're total bros in the making. Uh, they all get on the bus. It's super rowdy. Like, everyone yeah. is just throwing <laughs> paper like, and screaming. This, this, I have to go back to why I love 80s movies. It's like, high school. It's fucking tough. <laughs> it's like you can't even ride to school without people throwing like papers, uh, just like did grabbing you, ride, you and fighting. It's did like, you ride the bus when you were Yes, I rode the bus. Okay, so did I. No way never in hell had, never had would had. our bus driver, would, he wouldn't even have driven and we were all screaming. Oh, so yeah, just screaming, <laughs> like jumping and yeah. throwing papers and like. Riot, riot. Like, it was absolute mayhem. It was just like a quick, That's why I like, love these four. movies. Oh, God. <laughs> it was a real quick four-second scene, and I was like, dang, these kids are out of control. Do you think kids, like, actually, like, so if I was 14 years old in 1985, and I watched E.T., you think I was just, don't you think they were confused? Like, why are the kids like this on the bus? Like, it's not. <laughs> were they, were kids like that in the 80s? Was like, yeah, that or, yeah, or maybe they're like, Damn right, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's they're all like is. nice. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, I remember that, that is from, what we from do. yesterday. <laughs> when I went to school. <laughs> when I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> it just, uh, yeah, it's 
just so funny to me that this, these interpretations of, I know of school bus rides. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. So, um, mom is about to leave for work, but she hears a noise upstairs. So she goes upstairs and checks Elliot's closet. And I only bring it up because it was such a cute, clever scene. But, like, E.T. is basically pretending to be a stuffed animal. And it pans over all these stuffed animals. And it's his head. And I was like, oh, that's really And cute. I did want to interrupt you for the thousandth time. <laughs> Please Because that is a big bit. Like, that's Family Guy's done stuff like oh, really? that. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I didn't know Like that. a character. Simpsons definitely has had to have, I feel Simpsons like. Simpsons did it. Um, you know, even... I don't know, but you know that's a classic bit. Yeah, and I mean, I, it was I, funny. Yeah, like the the you're not a stuffed animal, but you're hiding amongst the stuffed animals. Yeah, and I and I wonder if this is the first interpretation of that. And it's, if anyone's listening and knows, maybe <laughs> write us at tell me you've seen this at gmail.com. <laughs> we, we know literally nothing about anything, but I feel like this might be that first interpretation of like I look like a stuffed animal and I'm gonna sit I'm here right. frozen. It was so adorable. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, it cuts back to the school. Uh, there is a teacher. They're like in science class, and the teacher is talking about frog dissection that the class is about to do. And yeah, he's like walking up and down the aisles, like of these. And you only see his crotch pants. You, again, more crotch shots from dudes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're only, I don't. Is there like a grown man shot to their? Oh, the sorry. That no, comes later. who is it? The guy who. Like, but yeah, up until that point, do they ever actually show the no, face of a no, grown that's, adult and I male? Think that's why I go back to the you know film <laughs> mechanics. Like Stephen was like, you're not gonna see a grown man until he. Do you think it's blah, also blah, yeah. like a like a, a callback to the fact that the father is an absent figure too? Right. There's Ooh. something going on there. Yeah. I mean, it seems very deliberate. It seems, yeah, intentional. It's, well, very, it's, it's intentional. This teacher is walking up and down these yeah. desks, and he sees that Elliot is drawing a picture of E.T. And like while he's talking, he like just picks up this this picture and like looks at it. And you're like, what's he gonna do? Confiscate it? He just and puts it back down. Just puts it back down and keeps walking. You're like, okay, weirdo, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so I think that um, well. I love to do these little segments and interrupt you. And it's like, Trevor Agnesen knows so much. No, that's, Trevor, but, that's the format of the podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> You're I, doing I, it right. I think it's like children know more than we think. And that I, I feel premise. like, uh, sorry, but I feel like um, uh, we're supposed to talk to kids like adults more mm-hmm. than we do. I agree. And I think Spielberg was probably going into that direction of like, you know, they're not stupid. They're mm-hmm. people. They're much more perceptive than we give them credit for. Yeah. Uh, so then E.T. cuts to E.T. back home and he emerges from Elliot's room. He's by himself in the house now. He has a run-in with the family dog again, but it's okay. They're cool now. The dog really likes him. E.T. goes immediately for the fridge. Uh, he decides that potato salad is the way to go. He doesn't like it. Tosses it on <laughs> the ground. Throws it at the dog. <laughs> dog's like, cool, bro. Yeah, the dog's like, sweet. I love that him and the dog team up. They totally do. The dog's like, yes. Let's go. Let's get in the fridge, bro. You, yeah, when he opens the fridge, it cuts to the dog. And the dog's like, hell yes. Yes, yeah. The fridge. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so E.T. doesn't like potato salad, but he zeroes in on the cor- on cores, which is clearly another product placement um <laughs> I, I think the dog knows he's underage and so he starts barking at him but <laughs> et drinks it anyway and then then we have this whole scene where et is drunk like <laughs> <laughs> which is so great he runs into a cabinet 
Um, and then we start to really connect. Like, you really start to realize that Elliot and E.T. are, are connected. connected. Because he starts falling asleep in class. Then it cuts to E.T. He's wasted. And then it cuts back to Elliot. And he's, like, acting Smiling erratically. at that uh, blonde girl. <laughs> yes. He's like, hey. <laughs> like, that was, like, the most, like... Hey, girl, like, smile I've ever seen. It just, like, flashes back. He's just so chill in his desk. Oh, yeah, he's having a great time. Um, E.T. turns on the TV. It's Tom and Jerry. He doesn't like Tom and Jerry, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he switches to a um, a movie about aliens, I think. It was, like, a UFO. Uh, And then, and this was so freaking weird. I, I mean, like, I took, I took biology. Like, we dissected animals, too, but they arrived he was dead in this class they like took live frogs put them in jars and then the teacher went around putting like cotton balls that were soaked in like what chloroform, chloroform to they were like the frogs are gonna die they won't feel you, any pain you, can, you don't feel any pain you can you don't have to look yeah the teacher you don't have to look <laughs> was like you don't have to watch it you don't want to I was this, like, is what why, the hell? this is why i we don't have children it's like who knows what goes on when they're at school like this is terrifying. That was really weird. I, maybe I'm just a softie, but like, usually the frogs are dead when you get them, right? You don't watch them slowly die. And then also when the teacher was talking and when he picked up Elliot's drawing, he was talking about the frog dissection. And did you catch that he said, like, when you cut into them, you'll be able to see the heart still beating? I did not. Yes. <laughs> did not 100% he said that. And I was like... What? And I didn't really understand it until the freaking chloroform. There's so many scene. kids who get to that class and go, finally. <laughs> <laughs> the little serial killers. Yeah, the little, the little. They're like, thank God I've been needing to get, I've been needing to scratch this uh, This itch. is what I've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> finally, something that relates to how I feel. <laughs> so, so that was weird. And then it cuts to a shot of E.T.'s fingers again. Um, he is clearly hungover. Uh, E.T. sees a TV show where they are calling long distance on a telephone. You can kind of see that this idea is being planted into his head. He's reading a comic that's got a satellite in it. And then Elliot, like, cut in the classroom, like, is like, oh, we're, we're going to save all these frogs. And so he just starts running around, like, unscrewing all the jars that these frogs are in. And the frogs are, they're freaking everywhere. Like, I... First of all, there's no way there was that many frogs in the class, but there's like hundreds of frogs. So for everyone's reference, I had to take a pee-pee during this part. Oh! So I don't remember any of this. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds like something Elliot would do. He totally did it. While he's doing that, uh, E.T. is, uh, he is like, oh, I lost my spot. E.T. is taking apart an electronic toy and he's watching more TV um, and you kind of get the impression that E.T. is like, I'm going to assemble some sort of apparatus to um, get get off of Earth. He's dragging some appliances, some tinfoil, all sorts of stuff behind the TV. That's how he makes like the satellite thing. Yeah, so that's like he's getting all his supplies. He's smart as hell. He like... is really smart. Yeah. Uh, Mom comes home then, and I just cannot believe how oblivious this woman is. She's with Drew Barrymore again. Um, and she's unloading groceries, and she totally probably gave AT, like ET brain damage because she just slams the fridge door into his head. Like, did you see that? No, I was still peeing. Oh, still peeing. Well, it yeah. did happen. <laughs> Mom is like, 
she's just saying all these things where you're like, yeah, put the dots together, man. Like, she's like, why are we going through so yeah, many that's groceries? so classic. Like, it's even, like, Stranger Things, like, having that, um... That trope, though, of, like, a woman not... I'm sorry. The, it is Is, is there any thing. person that knows what's going on in a homestead better than a woman? I mean... I don't think that's I, not even sexist. Like, I am telling you. You and I own our own house. It's like if somebody just came to stay with us and had an alien, like, we would know. Like, we, we would know. know. We'd be like, hey, um, you know, we're happy to have you stay with us, but, like, the aliens why didn't go. you tell us about the alien? <laughs> He's like, what alien? This is a ghost. I can see him right there. He's like, he's right on next to your bed. We can see the alien. I just You can't don't... have aliens in our house, bro. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't buy this idea that this woman would not know what's going on in her house like to that degree that whatever whatever i'm gonna she move did on. not know she had we no should idea move on. It's, it's, but it's... the et is like standing right there he's right <laughs> there and she just like hits him with a fridge door and then she's like why are we going through so many groceries she's so oblivious she's yeah oblivious. why are we going because through... et's eating all your shit he's eating your potato salad okay um, even for the 80s, she's very oblivious. Um, she finds the empty beer can just as the school calls her. And they're, like, telling her they think Elliot is intoxicated. He's acting weird. She's like, oh, my God, my son drank this course. Which, come on, Lee. But maybe. I mean, he just, like, goes outside in the middle of the night all the time. She doesn't really seem to have a grasp on what's going on. Um, Drew Barrymore teaches E.T. To speak the letter B and the word good, and he learns to say phone. Be good. Yeah, it's so sweet. Um, Elliot gets home. E.T.'s been dressed up like an old woman or something like that. And he's like, oh, he's got no dignity. But he E.T.'s saying Elliot's name um, and E.T. And then E.T. is just like on fire. He's running all over the room. And then he's like, he's like, E.T., phone home. And you're like, oh, shit, this is, this is the line. And he says it over and over and over again. And then it cuts to the dude with the loudest keys of all time. <laughs> and he's in, like, you know, super creepy spy, man, which is just just one more uh, instance of American privacy being invaded again. Uh, all right, so then it cuts to the brothers. They're in the garage. Uh, the older brother says E.T. isn't looking good. And Elliot's really offended. And he says, we are fine. And they're kind of like, okay, well, why do you keep saying we? And then the brother starts to figure it out. Because they're connected, bro. They're connected. They're the same, bro. Um, then they talk a bit about their dad. Um, they have like one of their dad's old shirts, and they can smell his cologne, and it's kind of sad. Then it cuts to mom reading Drew Barrymore a bedtime story. She's not a terrible mom. She loves her kids. Um, E.T.'s listening from the closet because he's a creeper. And then, <laughs> he, he is. He's kind yeah, of there's this um, connecting connected closet. Yeah, it's between like the a, two bedrooms, like a Jack and Jill bathroom, but a closet. Yeah, and um, ET is like actually pulling the uh, shade the, down, yeah. like flipping it down. Yeah, so they can't exactly see him, and he's just like creepily watching. Yeah, and Elliot goes to join him, and he's like got uh, he's like got a box of stuff, and one of them is a saw blade, and Elliot like somehow cuts himself on the saw blade, but ET uses his glow finger, and he heals it. So that turns out wrong. And uh, he says, ouch. Oh, yeah, he says, he's, ouch. Because he's learned the word, um, ouch. And uh, I think that one of the cool things that happened with this movie is uh, you use the communication mm-hmm. that happens between the characters in E.T. with with Be Good and um, Home 
and they ouch. really interchange those words a lot to yeah. convey so much exactly it's good which is cool i think that's cool it's it's super cool um the stranger danger van is still outside their home listening in uh et is clearly making a satellite phone or something and the older brother is um worried that he's gonna blow up the house i mean like rightly so uh, and there's more telekinesis it's exciting uh, and then it's Halloween. Uh, we hear in the background, like, the older brother arguing with the mom because he wants to dress up as a terrorist. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> and the mom was like, absolutely not. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> so they dress each. The, the plan is to, like, pass E.T. off as Drew Barrymore, the youngest daughter. Yeah. Um, so they, that's adorable. It's super cute. They, like, put a sheet on him. He's a ghost. Uh, this... <laughs> This mom, man, how, how does she buy it? She totally buys it. Um, she's dressed as a cat, though, and it's super cute. Uh, E.T. tries to heal the fake um, ouch, ouch on, the, on brother. Uh, the brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, it's a fake knife. <laughs> he keeps like, now that he knows he can heal them, he's so excited about it. Oh, he loves it. It's so, yeah. it's, uh, mom is taking pictures. Uh, the flash startles E.T. Mom is still oblivious, even though E.T.'s voice sounds like he, he smokes 50 packs of cigarettes. obviously shorter than um, the daughter. Yes! Than Drew Barrymore. <laughs> they, they <laughs> and go... his head shape is, like, so ridiculous. So different. Like, what the hell is this mom If doing? I ever saw kids in the neighborhood with that, I'd be like, what the f... Like, mm-hmm. that better be, like, a helmet, like, that apparatus. Or you're an alien, like. You're an, you're, <laughs> you're an, you're an alien. alien. They go trick-or-treating. E.T. is, like, again, as overwhelmed as he was by the trees at the beginning of the film. Because there's Halloween costumes everywhere. Um, there's even a little Yoda, which the soundtrack, like, John Williams, did you catch that? It plays, like, Yoda's theme for a second. Yeah, I- I'm guessing you're going to have so much trivia on this I movie. I actually didn't include it because I thought you would explain it right now. Oh, you, you okay. told me about it while we were yeah. watching it. Well, so, uh, I mean, I- I'm actually scared to say anything because there's so many... More people that know no, about right, Star Wars trivia than it. me, but so ET is act- an actual race in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So in the movie right here, um, someone dressed up as Yoda walks by, and ET is in the ghost outfit and walks up to him to hug him, or like because he recognizes He's like Yoda, home. he recognizes that race mm-hmm. because that it's e- canon. If it's... you watch the prequels when they're um like doing the government stuff and that big thing, you can see ETs like there's. Like, it's in Star Wars. Immediately need to see Star Wars again. I have yeah. actually seen Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, everyone is in Star Wars. But I, I love that they put that into this um, universe. Like it's Spielberg cool. and uh, Lucas. It's I had no cool. idea. When you were telling me that, I I love... Well, watching it back in the 80s, you see E.T. walk up, you would just assume, like, well, it looks like an alien. But mm-hmm. no, it's like, no, he's like, yo, that's fucking... And, I, even right now, I don't know what the race Yoda is even called. I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, is there a name for it? I don't know. I mean, remember we were calling Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. Yeah, I I, somebody's really got to no... know that. Or maybe I, maybe there's not a name. I don't know. But I think he was just like, he recognized, recognized that race and was like, yo, let's, yo, let's hang out. Like, yeah, he's at home. And which it was is real so sweet. cool. It's so cool. I, I love a good like expanded cinematic universe. I think I yeah, when you told me yeah. that I was really tickled by that. That's cool. Um, so ET is now in a bike basket, uh, and Elliot's on the bike, and you're like iconic. This is what this is the imagery I knew of ET. 
Uh, E.T. uses his powers to propel the bike into the air, and John Williams is like, fuck yeah, music time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like crescendoing up. It's like this such an awesome score. Uh, and then boom, they're in front of the moon, which also becomes the uh, uh, the the logo for Steven Spielberg's, what is it, Amblin? Is that the oh, production yeah. company? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's a big shot. Yeah. It's huge, man. Like, that thing is, like, I don't know. Uh, it was beautiful. I mean, it's, and the music is so out of control in this film. John Williams just went crazy. It, beautiful. Um, Elliot's full of wonderment. And then it cuts to Mom, who, like, very specifically told these kids, um, you need to be back an hour after sunset. And her kids don't listen to shit, so they're not back. She's watching the clock. She's sad. She gets into her car to go find them. Um, that cuts to E.T. and Elliot, and they're, they're working on their little satellite phone in the woods. Then it cuts to an exterior of their house, and the guys with the really loud, jangly keys are back. Um, they all have briefcases. It's very X-Files. Government guys have keys. They have a lot of they keys. Have so, what are those keys for? It never, they <laughs> never unlock anything. He just they have keys. The keys. They have keys. What was the purpose? They, they had, they, there's rooms. <laughs> There's special rooms. Where are these rooms? Because he <laughs> never, they got, he never goes in there. They've got rooms. rooms. Think about Guantanamo Bay. That there's rooms. Mm. They gotta have keys. They gotta have keys. Now it's probably like key cards. I don't really. They just carry a stack of key cards on <laughs> It's this like for like, this like, CIA <laughs> black side. This is for this CIA black side. It, the key thing is weird because he never actually uses the keys in the entire movie. I, do you think Steven Spielberg is just like? key imagery I think bad. it was imagery I think it was but I don't like think of bad guys having keys <laughs> you know what I mean like I just don't yeah they're it. trying to steal the keys <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like it's the government you know it's the government and the government has a lot of keys <laughs> I don't I don't know so uh, the mom's left right the house is the house is empty um and so all these guys and the jangly key guy, they're all like, yo, now's the time to strike. They go inside. Yeah, they bust up in there. So they go into Elliot's room. They're searching all over the place. Um, E.T. is working on the satellite phone. Uh, it starts to work, and Elliot Elliot just, like, starts screaming, it's working, it's working. He screams it's it, like, working. Could <laughs> you, I would, I would watch that same thing and, like, how cool would it be to just be with an alien working on a like a pr- project? You're like, oh, we're we're doing a satellite project. So <laughs> to be fair, I think Elliot fully appreciates it because he is so excited and just full of wonderment the entire time. Like he yeah, is not yeah, taking it for granted. He's having the summer of Sam. He he's, loves it. He's just like a little kid. He's out there. <laughs> so then you're like you're like ET or Elliot is sick all of a sudden. And E.T. says, ouch, and he points to his throat. And so you're like, yeah, they're connected. So one of them doesn't feel good. The other one doesn't feel good. Uh, Elliot wants E.T. to stay, and he's sad about it. And E.T.'s like, no, child, don't be sad. And he, like, uses his weird, like, creepy fingers to, like, raise his chin his up. His fingers are so creepy. <laughs> and then it just cuts to the next uh, very on-brand foggy morning. Apparently, they have been out there all Every night. Every morning is foggy. It's so... The nights are foggy. This, the mornings are and foggy. And we're not in um, uh, Mantucket or Nantucket. We're in, uh, what, Nevada? Northern... Northwest California, Nevada. California, I think, right? But it's on California close to Nevada because it's kind of deserty. Oh, that's fair. They don't ever really but every say... morning is foggy. Well, they, they point to it on the map. Right. Uh, Mom has an officer over. 
I think, I mean, everyone reacts to stressful situations differently, but she's, like, just casually browsing in the fridge while, like, giving this officer her missing son's description. <laughs> did you catch that? She just, like, did not seem concerned at first. I'm like, your son didn't come home all night. He's, like, 9 or 10. Where is he? Yeah. I, she shuts the fridge, and then Elliot is standing there, and he right looks there. sick. He looks really ill. Um, and, mom and then is she out. is very concerned. Oh, all of a sudden, she's, she's like, okay, time to get my game face on. Like, I'm a caring mother. She shakes him. She, you know, the, like the classic, where, where, you never do that again. Yeah. And, and then after the shake, she realizes that she's even traumatizing him more. And, and he's then still she feels sick. bad. Like, and, he's so he and then she's like, Ill. oh, I totally just fucked up as a mother. <laughs> It was such a good shot. You can see the emotion. She was like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to beat him up now. No. He's lost E.T. The older brother is like, okay, I got this. And he basically takes off on the bike to search for E.T. But he's being tailed. Uh, And then John Williams is back. He's got music on point. The older brother is... Totally gets he totally loses this tail with like a sweet bike move onto like like an upper trail. Did you see that? It was so cool. And John Williams was like, do do do. You're like, whoa, this is so great. Um, and he rides the bike to where the satellite thing is. He finds ET's ghost costume on a fence, and then he finds ET who is not doing well, and he's like laying in a drainage um, ditch. He, well, he's beached. Yeah. He's not even like lake beach, it's like river beach. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's like who gets river beach? He, like what happened when, to you? <laughs> when the brother when the older brother shows up, he even has to he has to scare away a raccoon. Yeah, there's <laughs> Yeah, there's a raccoon like, I'ma eat this alien. Yes. And he's like, No. The brother's like, get out of here. Get out of here, raccoon. raccoon. <laughs> Don't eat this alien. <laughs> so the older brother uh Shows the mom <laughs> E.T. Right, because finally at this point you're like, okay, we gotta oh, yeah. we gotta bring the mom into the fold. <laughs> yeah, and I love that it's just like she's like, that's dirty. Get away from my Yeah, kids. she is like, yeah. yeah, and she's got a coffee cup that she dramatically drops in the slowest way ever. Yeah, and then she goes, you guys, that's dirty. Like, get him out of here. Yeah, she's like screaming at the kids to get away from E.T. And it's real traumatic because E.T.'s like, no. No, his like, skin's dry. There's no light in his eyes. Oh, and he's like, I'm not nice. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, fuck you. Get these kids out of here. And a dirty alien. And you're watching it, you go like, jeez. I know. <laughs> it's really, I'm like, goddamn, damn, mom. <laughs> I feel like if it was a real situation, I'd be like, what did you guys do? I know. <laughs> like, like, I would just ask the kids like, uh. Someone explain this to me. You, you're the oldest. Where did you find this alien? Where did you find the alien? Uh, what did you do to the alien? Yeah. Because it looks so sick. This? Yeah. <laughs> Who did you tell? So the mom takes all the kids away from ET in a very traumatic fashion, and then boom, the space government is here. A freaking astronaut. Space. A freaking astronaut walks inside. Space force. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden, this family is being terrorized by astronauts inside yeah. their house. Terrorized by astronauts. So they're so yes. So the so she's she grabs her kids. She's like, get the hell out of here. There's a dirty alien in here. 
She's so racist towards E.T. Like, fuck that, fuck that piece of shit. And then she <laughs> she grabs um, the main character, the little boy. Yeah. And she just starts running away from the air, alien. Like, Which is just bad terrified. because they're synced. And, and so... they're synced. And he's like, yeah, I got to stay with him. And, yeah. And then, she, and then she runs and then the front door bursts open with Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Like Neil Armstrong, full NASA, the whole uh, uh, self-breathing apparatus, yeah. white, you know, back. Yeah. It all of a sudden becomes a horror movie because she runs it, away. From NASA astronauts, it's like why are the there slider, NASA astronauts coming into her house? The slider opens. It's another astronaut. The windows. The windows. The windows astronauts. with the blinds still drawn. They're like p- piercing the blinds with their hands, and go, and you hear like. <gasps> It's so weird. And they're just, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And the on? mom's like, this is my house. And yeah, like, yeah, this is my house. And they're like, no, we're we're the government. We're the space government. You alien harboring piece of shit. Like She's we are like, gonna come I don't in even here. Like aliens. And you're not gonna like us. It's scary. It was very scary. So the space government. That's what happened. <laughs> that, that's what happened. Um, space government finds E.T. in the bathroom. He is not doing good. And then space government decides... <laughs> what was the column? Um, they start constructing, basically, this apparatus to make this house a quarantine zone. It's yeah, very they, sci-fi. Uh, they, they do quarantine the house, and I think that's kind of the way it would go. There would be yeah. a tunnel, and uh, they would be wearing... Um, I believed it. You know, Pappers... Um, Air purifying respirators, air supplied respirators. I think they would be doing all that stuff. Right. I really do. Like that's what the government would do. They're crazy. They're nuts. One hundred percent. They're they're building it. Um. There's like tons of police and other professional official looking personnel. Uh, jangly key dude is back. <laughs> uh, he enters and I cannot stress this enough how loud these keys are in every scene. They're so loud. Um. He. Enters into the house through the recently constructed tunnel, and you finally see his face for the first time, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's real." Uh, they, I like this. They like, they start interrogating the family, and they're asking the mom all these questions about Elliot, which I'm like, "This is stupid," because she doesn't even notice anything. Like, she's the wrong person to ask. Well, eventually they get there. Eventually, yeah. um, tons of tests are being run. The whole house is like a quarantine sci-fi zone. There's uh, a whole tent over the whole house. Yeah. There's a plastic tunnel coming from the front door leading to a van, which I, which I thought yeah. that was weird. What is this van? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's the... It's, They're like, know, this van has all of our technologies. It's like, all the... First of all, yeah, they got a shit ton of equipment in there really, really quick. fast. Yeah. And it was, oh, man, like mass spectrometers. Yes. Like really intense level seeing equipments of stuff I don't know about. But like the readings, they, he made a point to show the LED yeah. reading of the level up and mm-hmm. down. Like he kept showing that shot. I'm like, yo, like. The government's were, not messing around. Like They were so ready to roll out at a moment's notice because, like, they got all this up in a morning, right? Like, it was a morning. It was, like, in an hour. Yeah, it was so fast. Um, yeah, it was nutty. So all these tests are being run. Um, the jangly key dude is, is like... It's like Elliot, you know, I've been to the forest and he's questioning him about the satellite they found. Um, and he's saying, you know, we don't want E.T. to die. And at first I was like, oh, he's playing you, Elliot. Uh, but it turns out like it, no, it's he was sincere. A good guy. Yeah. And the satellite they found being the um, 
instrument that E.T. made mm-hmm. to connect to his people. So yes. the government found that. Yeah, and Elliot's saying, you know, he needs to go home or he's going to die. And that they're, they're trying to call his people. And the key dude is like, you know, I'm glad that he met you first, Elliot, which is, it's sweet. I mean, it seems like a lot of 80s movies make adults out to be, like, the bad guys. And I kind of like how this movie was like, yo, he's not yeah, really they, bad. Like, yeah, I agree. So Well, so, man, do you think that was the big point of, like, because from the beginning you saw these people and they were, like, already harassing the aliens mm-hmm. when E.T. first showed up. And I think that he's like, well... Uh, is he trying to make a point like the government isn't that bad or oh i don't i don't know if it's going that far do you... or or there's just like people people are people because I that like one that guy is um because i think he's the guy that we who we see the whole time mm-hmm. and um he shows a lot of hum- humility yeah as you'll I mean, like, you genuinely grow to... I mean, I, I respected the jangly key dude. Like, I, I liked the, the guy. Mm-hmm. I think he liked Elliot. And I think he wanted to learn from uh, the extraterrestrial. I don't think that any of these adults were inherently evil. It seemed just like they didn't have the knowledge that the kids had. So yeah. they weren't acting... You know, they didn't have all the facts. I don't know. Um, E.T. is a... Like desynchronizing from Elliot, so Elliot's condition begins to improve, but ET is looking really bad. Um, ET tells him to stay, and and then I, mm. you know what he means? He's like, stay, like stay alive, because then then ET is like dying. Uh, it cuts to the older brother. He's in the closet now, and he falls asleep in there. It's like it must be a whole day because then he wakes up and it's morning again. Um, and he sees that the plant that ET uh, revived is dying again. So he's like, "Oh my god!" Uh, yeah, it's yeah. so much starts happening. ET is straight up dead. Everyone is freaking out. There's like all these medical. They try to revive him. Yeah, they chest compressions are shocking him. Defibrillators and. Someone let Drew Barrymore into the room for all of this. So she's like crying. She's gonna be so traumatized. You know how chaotic like a trauma situation is like that. Who let this small child in that room? I don't know. <laughs> you okay, Trevor? Yeah, this. I mean, this movie did make me a little sad. It was a heavy scene. Yeah. The mom goes up to Elliot, who's doing way better. They hug it out. Um, during all this, the whole neighborhood has gathered. Uh, the bully kids are there, and they're like, something is happening, which is like, this town is so bad at observation. <laughs> like, no shit, Sherlock, something is happening. Um, jangly key guy takes off his his space hood, and like the tube wasn't even connected to anything, <laughs> which made me laugh. Well, so I will say something, too. That, what? Why would they have respirators and a tube just hanging behind? That's and it is obvious to see it's not connected to any type of filter, Nothing. any fan, yeah. any actual air hose. And it's like, okay, so they're, what? I know. Like 80s? Was this 82? <laughs> I also got to point out that, like, you can still hear. So the the Jaylee Key dude, he's no longer, like, he's in that suit right what did you call it it's like a hazmat suit for those yeah a papper there's there's all kinds of different respirators i want to point out it was a hood so it looks like a a papper to me but it wasn't it was just nothing i guess i don't know what a papper is i would have if i was going to describe it to someone who didn't know i would say a papper is a a papper is a personal air purifying respirator yeah but what does it look like Like that's like like that it looks like what you saw in the movie but for people that haven't seen it. it 
Well, okay, so you'd have plastics all on your whole body, and then you'd have a hood that would you would tape to those plastics. But on the belt, mm-hmm. you would have a little battery pack and a fan right. that would blow air into your hood so you could breathe. And on that fan, there would be a filter. Yeah. So, so you're actually breathing the air around you, but it's being filtered. So any contaminants are stopping on that filter. Right. So if you see a guy, so if you watch a movie and you just see him take a tube off and it's to nothing, like that's just bull, bullshit. Right. Because it's it not doing anything. It was very clear <laughs> in this movie that it was bullshit. Yeah. But I do want to just like point out that, so he is covered in this suit from head to toe. You can still hear his keys jangling incredibly yeah. loudly. <laughs> like he's still uh, got those damn keys. Yeah. I mean, it. it's like how nitpicky do you want to get, but... I think oh, no, they, I they, they got so good at, on the plastic ap- apparatus and the tunnel and that's good. what the government would do. But like they would be in pappers, like they would have filtered things yeah. or they would have like what well, you see the cops wearing when they shoot tear gas at people. But they did would you at least notice that like, like that. the family, like they were allowed to come and go in that house as they freaking please. Well, they were already contaminated. Yeah, but... That's You're the not idea. gonna like. It just seemed weird to me that they didn't contain this family to one room. It was like, oh no, oh, come yeah. into this trauma. Well, it's a, it's a movie. That's the whole thing. Like they didn't get everything right with contamination. Uh, they don't mess. People like are the in the real world. They don't mess around with contamination. Like they're like, we're gonna duct tape your house the fuck up, and yeah. you're not going anywhere. Like you're gonna sit right here. Like if that was a real, mm-hmm. if an alien was in our house right now, they would go nuts. Oh, for like, sure. And they would be in real respirators. They'd probably be in um, scuba self-breathing uh, apparatuses or something. You You're know? 100% they, like, right. No, they don't fuck around with that. Um, they try to revive E.T., but he is hella dead. Um, they wheel in this like metal coffin thing with like a window in it, and they load E.T. Dad. up into it. Um, and the key dude is like, Elliot. Can, can I say something? How, how do you think they knew to have that size <laughs> of a... Because, so what she, what she was, what my wife was just talking about. So e, did we already get to the point where you... He's dead. Yeah, yeah he's so hella e, dead. E, yeah. Okay, so E.T. dies. And they immediately come in with this freezer that's exactly his size with a little submarine yeah, how window. Yeah, did they know? I didn't And see. CO2 to keep him frozen. Yeah. And maybe that's because they had been investigating him prior already and this knew about his question. height. But like right away they're like, oh, he's dead. Oh, we got this freezer aside. We and it's like the exact size. It's not big. Like it's, it's perfectly sized for his little short body. And I'm like... What? Like, how would they know to have that already? That is hysterical. I Isn't that funny? About that, that is so funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, they, who knows? they like load him up into this. Um, and, and the key dude is like <laughs> Elliot. For the record, Trevor, I did look up to see if this key dude had a name. He doesn't. He's actually referred to in the script as Keys. So mm. yeah, because I, I was like, I don't. They never say his that's name. Cool. Like it's just keys over and over again. Yeah, keys. Isn't, that's like a catalyst, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, it? I loved it. Um. So they put E. T. into this coffin in a Ziploc bag. Uh, it's sad. <laughs> it Elliot, is sad. It's really sad. Uh, Elliot says some words to E. T. He's they, they've given him some time alone. Like these are decent people and. Unlike the real government, but El- so Elliot gets some time alone, and he's saying things like, you know, like 
I can't feel anything anymore. Um, you must be someplace else now. And then he, he tells E.T. that he loves him. Um, and as this is happening, he notices that the dead flowers, which are in this room for some reason, are, are perking back up. And then E.T. wakes up and he's like, uh, E.T. phone home. And, and E.T. is just like freaking out. And he keeps saying, E.T. phone home over and over and over again. He will not shut up. And Elliot is like, what the fuck? Shut up. He like zips him back up into the bag because the scientists are totally going to take Kill him away. Him yeah. Uh, so scientists come back in and, and Elliot fake cries to cover up E.T.'s nonstop talking. I was... <laughs> so charmed by this i loved that whoever that child actor was like his fake crying i loved it he i just thought it was really good comedic timing like when he's walking away and they're like do you want the flowers and he starts crying again oh, nice. yeah. it was very funny um he's a big part of the movie like he's he is the movie is him great. and et basically it's the movie. oh he crushed it um so uh, the minute that elliot leaves the room his brother is there and elliot just starts screaming that et's alive and i'm like shut the up because all these scientists are you they're only separated by a little plastic uh, nope they're in another room 80s, they can hear 80s, you. 80s movie they can hear you that's fine cuts to drew barrymore she's handing a note to her mom um which i'm assuming is saying the brothers are making a run for it right like to save et uh they they, <laughs> they get into the van that's attached for some reason uh to that tunnel you know what you were talking about earlier oh yeah yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, so, which is obviously a plot point because of what's about to happen. Yeah, so they're in yeah. this van. E.T.'s, like, dead and been loaded up into this van. Uh, and then Elliot is yelling at his brother in the driver's seat, where's Did... your mask? Get it on. And I thought that was very timely for the current climate right now. Did we say why E.T. was coming back to life? No. So... In the beginning of the film, there's a bunch of little aliens and their little red hearts are glowing. And so, so bright. So bright. And um, Elliot is like, you know, come back to life, come back to life, like we were saying. And his red heart starts glowing. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. I don't know when you were going to go for it. Put that in. Oh, you can do it anytime. We're not, so, we're, so his little um, alien, his little satellite is still yeah. been phoning home. So I, I don't think Elliot really brought him back to life. I just think because his brothers and sisters are close to the earth in proximity which is the same way that he works with Elliot in proximity why he needs to be that seen his, to he someone. was he was able to come back and that's why his little red heart starts glowing in that um, it's all about community man yeah which is all yeah, this so is I just a, wanted to make sure we put that point out there like he didn't just like pop back to life no it's because his alien friends are in close proximity to him so. it's a real timely thing like a sense of community which is something I feel like America does not have right now which is right. unfortunate but you know we're as strong as the weakest member and you know yeah. I'm feeling it I, I think I E.T. Feel, just I feel feels what you're throwing out there E.T. Baby. feels so timely right now and then E.T. is pretty cool it's like, pretty cool he's pretty cool guy and I laughed when he was like, where's your mask? Get it on. I was like, oh my God, it's hysterical. Like, yeah. It was like a, a disguise in the movie, but I, I did laugh because that's all I'm seeing on Facebook. So they steal the car with E.T. in it. Um, then they like roll up through the gathered neighborhood and they yell at the bully kids out the window. You get your bikes and, and meet us at the top of the hill. And these bully kids all of a sudden are straight up ride or die. They're like, Stranger all right. Things 2.0. Oh yeah, they are ready to go. Um, so <laughs> E.T., uh, hang on a second. Okay, yeah, so they, they do meet them there at the top of the hill. Or not at the top of the hill, they meet them at, um, 
like a playground and the kids are looking at the van and the van opens up and it's E.T. and he looks straight up like Jesus Christ. Did you yeah. get that? He's, he's like, like in this garment. He's like wearing this white robe. <laughs> like, dang. He looks godlike. The bully he looks, kids. He looks gorgeous. He looks great. I have to be honest. The bully great. kids are like, holy shit. <laughs> um, then they're all on bikes now, classic 80s. They're going to bike into the forest. Um, they literally out-bike a cop car somehow, like multiple cop mm. cars. Somehow they're going through like the the yards and like going up hills. You're and telling stuff. me like fifty cops could not stop a group of kids. Part on of the bikes. people, part of the people. These kids, they know. First of all, they know the, the neighborhood. They know the routes. The feds are coming in from other like you know from Washington. Like they don't know the routes. <laughs> they don't know like the neighborhoods. Like and the kids to be do. fair, all these kids for some reason are like BMX bikers. They're like yeah, jumping they're really off good. hills and shit. <laughs> Um, they totally, like, ride over the top of one of the cop cars, like, fuck yeah. the police. It's great. It, this is, like, a rowdy-ass scene. Yeah, like, and this... John Williams is crushing the yeah. score. <laughs> the music picks up so hard, you're like, oh, my God. Um, the yeah. kids decide to split up. The bullies encounter, like, a mob of all these government people. And then there's, like, a quick shot of, like, a freaking shotgun. Like, they're going to shoot E.T., uh, but E.T. Yeah, they're, they're, they're down to It's climb. like the heaviest part of the movie, I feel like. It's all been kind of family friendly, but then they're like, here's this shotgun I'm cocking. Like, I'm going to well, shoot you. They did drive away and, you know, stole the specimen. It's a family movie. The government thinks that they're going to get to uh, dissect an alien and then yeah. you just drive away in a van. <laughs> I mean, but, and then like, with fair. the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> with the tunnel, yeah. Uh, but E.T. Uh, makes them all fly and the music is sick it's so good all these kids are flying um one of the kids definitely looks great. like he's gonna be sick great green screen work oh it's, it's it still holds up um in a really awesome parallel instead of flying across the moon they're flying across, across the, the sun, sun. <laughs> we have transcended the metaphor beautiful um they make it to where the satellite is uh, the UFO is already there waiting for them, and so many things happen. Uh, E.T. is like, he says, home, and the siblings are all gathering to say goodbye to E.T., and the older brother says, he doesn't know goodbye. <laughs> Did you hear that? I know, I know. And E.T. says, be good, and tells the older brother, thank you. That's what he learned from um, Drew Barrymore's character, be yes. good. So e. He learned... From these humans. I mean, that's what I take away from it. It's like he learned and he came to this, uh, what? What kind of place? Kind of um, toxic place. You know, the earth is full of Yeah, like the first shot is like an exhaust from a car going yeah. off. And, and the first shot of them is, um, you know, doing, were they gardening? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, like, they clearly oh. care about their environment. Yes, yes. They're so about it. And the ship, when it... Um, flew away the first time and the second time you can't really see any type of um perpetual energy it's just this it, it kind of just coexisted with the environment around it and so mm. it's like these guys are just so advanced and so yeah i mean they're telekinetic yeah maybe they're using their energy to drive the ship I don't yeah know. who knows yeah exactly it's like what the fuck i know <laughs> Elliot, or well, E.T. asks Elliot to come with him, and Elliot says, stay. And then E.T. responds with, ouch. Oh, God, that hit me so hard. Because he wanted him to go with him. Yes, they hug it out, though. 
Um, and I think E.T. like starts purring. Did you hear that? No. I don't or maybe know. he's just breathing really heavy again. I don't know. E.T. points to Elliot's head and tells him, I'll be right here. And then John Williams really goes nuts and amps up the music. It is like the most beautiful finale in music I've it ever heard. It was gorgeous. And I remember thinking like, Go with the alien, bro. You're gonna stay. You're gonna right? stay with the, the, the human. You already know how human life Humans is gonna play suck. out. It's yeah, it's terrible. What what boy wouldn't be like? He said, I'm going. "Come." Like ET looked at him and it's like, "Come." Yeah, it's a, that's an open and, invitation, bro. And the kid's bro. like, "Yeah, that's like, hey, bro, like, come. I'm gonna show you some crazy. I'll shit. show you the world. I'm gonna show you Orion. Yes. Like you would look at it from down here. I'll show it to you. We'll go there. You have a dumb science like, textbook. No, no. Explore it for real. Just stay with the humans. Boring. So, Elliot, you're boring. I've been like, I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, E.T. takes the flowers he saved with him, and the family dog almost goes with him, too. Yeah, the dog <laughs> He gets called. The dog's out. like, help me out, man. Get me out of here, man. <laughs> He's like, was that invitation extended? All I eat is dry food, bro. Like, get me out of here. I'm ready. <laughs> they don't even Rafi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and that goes back to him at the fridge. Yeah. Like, when E.T. was getting drunk and going into the fridge, the dog's like, this dude's on fire. This dude is fire. This yeah. dude is tight. Dog's That's like when you first home. realize the dog's down with E.T. Like, I'm cool with E.T. Like, this is my bro. <laughs> this is my guy. Well, then there's a scene where E.T. gets on the ship, and the door slowly closes, and he's gone, but, like, his red heart was it's still beating. You know, still beating so hard. Um, the UFO takes off the music, still going crazy. It leaves a rainbow. Um, yes, as they yeah. Sh- and this well, it's not a rainbow. It's a two-tone um, streak. Oh, Did I thought it was at- a rainbow. Well, it's. I think it's made to look like a rainbow. Well, if you watch it again, it's like blue and red. Yeah. And that's it. Aww. And it's like, well, that's well, not a rainbow. Trevor, my husband. That's ET. That's the end of ET. That's the end of ET. Man. I feel like there was something else I was going to say in all the ridiculousness. Oh, the music. So during all this that my wife just explained, the music is so loud and overbearing. And it's not wild. Yeah, and not to talk shit about John Williams no, because I can't talk shit about John Williams, but it was just like... I got trivia. It's like, whoa. Like, I got this trivia so loud. about this music. But that's the end. I'm done, guys. Sorry. Sorry. All right, well... Do you think it's time for IMDb Another Trivia? Another gin and tonic? Do you think it's time for <laughs> IMDb Trivia? IMDb. <laughs> Don't you dare cut any of those. Okay, so E.T., the extraterrestrial, uh, 1982, was rated PG. Uh, it was an hour and 55 minutes long. It didn't feel it's that long, long to me. It didn't feel that long to me. Did it feel long to you? It's like Dunkirk. I never watched that. Surprise, surprise. Um, Steven Spielberg directed it. Uh, it's classified as a family sci-fi. Uh, one... <laughs> Get, come on up, bring the kids. Uh, it's gonna make a Sci-fi can be family. Um, it won four Oscars. And the tagline was, "He is afraid. He's totally alone. He is three million light years from home." Oh. I thought ET was six million light years from home. This has three million. Why do you think six? Uh, just from what I've heard in like nerd trivia and stuff oh, like that. They're wrong. Do you know Somebody... how old ET is? I don't. No, I'm probably tell super you. old. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into some trivia. Most... Uh, my nerd thing was the six million. <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't know that, but I guess I was wrong. 
<laughs> that was your claim to nerd. Yeah, that was my. I've got one. <laughs> mm, you weren't right. <laughs> Most of the full body puppetry was performed by a, a two foot ten inches tall stunt man, but the scenes in the kitchen were done using a twelve year old boy who was born without legs but was an expert on walking on his hands. Wow. Cool, right? I thought that was really neat. Um, this is what I'm talking about with John Williams' score. So the end of the film was one of the most significant musical experiences for John Williams. Uh, after several attempts were made to match the score to the film, Steven Spielberg took the film off the screen and encouraged Williams to conduct the orchestra the way he would at a concert. He did, and Spielberg re-edited the film to match the music, which is extremely Seriously. unusual, um, since normally the music would be edited to match the film. Wait a minute. This would have been after he did um, Star Wars. Why yeah. was he having a hard time? It just wasn't fitting, I guess. I don't know. The result was, though, um, Williams won the Academy Award for Best Original Score. So, you know, they for made... For this movie? Yeah, they made it work. Uh, which... It makes sense to me that it was so perfect. God, the end of this movie, that music was crazy. Um, next piece of trivia. The script was largely written while on location filming for Raiders of the Lost Ark um, really? during film breaks. Steven Spielberg actually dictated the story to screenwriter Melissa Matheson, who was there with her then-boyfriend and future husband, Harrison Ford. Get this? More Are Harrison Ford. Together? I don't know. I yeah. hope so. Dude, they're like so interconnected, like all these. All these like, are. Get the light magic. Harrison Ford initially filmed a cameo um, in the film. He was gonna be uh, Elliot's school teacher, uh, but the scene was cut. So. Mm, so they just kept it to the little crotch shots. Just crotch shots. <laughs> um, according to the film's novelization, E.T. is over ten million years old. What? <laughs> I know. That's really that's old. That's a long... That's an old guy. That's really old. Why would you want to be alive for 10 million years? Um, Steven... And, he's, and he is just like... English is just beyond him at this point. He's like, oh, God. What? what? He's like, Fo I have phone? to learn something more. Phone? You guys talk crazy. Uh, Steven, <laughs> Steven Spielberg stated in an interview that E.T. was a plant-like creature and neither male nor female. Ooh. Um, the doctors and nurses who work on E.T. in that really like, traumatic scene at the end where he's dying, those were all real emergency room technicians. They were told to treat E.T. the same way that they would treat a real patient so that their dialogue and actions would seem real. That's mm. fascinating. Yeah, and then I actually kind of wondered. Like, I wonder how they like practiced that or acted it out, though. I mean, they they go through so much training and so much of it's practice. They probably just called I, back to that. I think that that really came across. I thought and I so, too. I think that's very smart. Um, that was a smart thing to do because mm -hmm. that scene is probably one of the more emotional parts of the movie. And you can see how their hands on his body and whatever little thing that they built, you know, yeah. The realism that came that you see his um hands in this movie so much and they just look real. Like it yeah. looks like something that's alive. That's something to be said that E. T. puppetry looked so good. I it mean did. it looked yeah. crazy good. No, I, I uh watching it again, it's definitely what I saw as a kid and mm -hmm. it's um wonderful to see it a little more clearly as an older are these, person. Are these your final thoughts? Oh, God. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, go ahead. It sounded Are we like doing you final were... thoughts already? Don't yeah, we have to rate? It. 
We have to rate it. No, we give the rating after the final thoughts. After the final thoughts. Yeah. Good God. Well, um, shit. Now I'm just so messed up. Why don't you, you go into your final thoughts? My final thoughts. Okay. Um, I really liked it. I'm not surprised because I... I enjoy movies like this. Like, I love The Goonies. Mm -hmm. I love Stranger Things. There's something really endlessly charming about, like, a bunch of kids getting together, like, where the adults just aren't in on it. Like, whatever's happening. My son was where? Yeah, exactly. They're just so oblivious, and you love it. You look, it He's is, a drug dealer now? When you're a child, you, there's a whole separate world you're in that your your parents just can't touch. They, just don't, they don't know. They don't get it. Um, yeah, so I, I agree. I loved it for that. So it, it already had that going for it. The music, unbelievably good. John Williams. Uh, two. Should we even talk about that for a second? Like... Just for one quick second, I'm going to interrupt. Yeah. Like his musical notes were so, um, what is the word? Like, not diminished, but uh, the other version of diminished. Like, they were so strange. Um, like, discordant? We'll have to cut this out. So, there's minor, major, diminished, and then... Augmented. It's not augmented. The opposite of diminished is augmented. Okay, so augmented. Yeah, mm-hmm. augmented chords I, I, I really, really like. A lot, and I think that he was doing some of that with, um, like, uh, what are they called? Like accents, because mm-hmm. he was accenting things. I think he was yeah. being augmented. I think, I don't know, and I probably shouldn't have said anything. But listening to the score and watching the movie, he just what there was like a lot of that stuff. So. He went hard. Yeah, he went. Oh God, John yeah. Williams went hard on this movie, and I want to give props to Steven Spielberg too because I think that. What I just think that's such a good example of collaboration. Something wasn't working for John Williams, and Steven Spielberg was like, "Okay, let's take a step back. Remove the film. You write it. I'll see if I can edit the film to fit it. what you're doing." Well, and it shows just the trust that yeah. um, Spielberg had for him, and I, I think, that, I mean, it came through. I mean, you know, at the end, I feel like the score was kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. For, for what was going on, I was well, like, "Yeah, that climatic scene when they're flying away the last time. It was like holy." But shit. I know that's eighties thing mm-hmm. to do. So yeah. anyway, please continue your final thoughts. Um, I I just thought it was really well executed. The shots looked really great. Uh, the puppetry was incredible. Uh, Drew Barrymore, adorable, adorable, adorable. so cute. I so cute. I liked every last bit of it. Um. Do you want to give your final thoughts first before my rating? Or? Well, I, um, yes, yeah, I will. So okay, your I, turn. my thing is, thank you. I, I, my, it was, it reminded me of when I first saw it. Aww. And I grew up. Um, I've, it's a little embarrassing to say, but I'm a very sensitive little boy. <laughs> like I grew up sensitive and uh, maybe more affected by things than others. And I, um, watching this. I, you know, I had a couple of tears come down and you think, how am I so affected by this uh, mechanical apparatus, like something out of um, Jurassic Park? Yeah, which he later did and won a lot of awards. Yep. And he did a great job. And he, that's when he started using um, CGI effects so incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, we've all seen, and it's just one of the most impressive movies. But I, I think that to watch this again at the age of 34 and still uh, have a watery eye is my final thoughts. I think it's speaks a for movie. Itself. It speaks for itself. 
and um, just the viewing it is enough for you to go, this is a great movie. And I appreciate uh, every all the imagery and everything that happened and the practical effects, the plant life, the aliens picking up plant life and um, seeing real effects on film, I think is so important to me because I think that I'm seeing something that's real. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, it's cool, man. So I think it's a great movie. And um, I'll go into my rating. I'll probably give this a 4.5. Uh, 4.5, uh, I'm drinking Jameson right now. <laughs> so 4.5 Jamesons. Out of a 5, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good movie. It just is. Mm-hmm. You know, you can nitpick all day long, but E.T. is a good movie. Is um. All right, my rating. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stick with Great Bombs because I think it's my signature. I uh, I didn't I didn't hate anything about it, so I don't even I wouldn't know how to explain why I would detract a Great Bomb. So I'm gonna say five Great Bombs for me. Five Great Bombs. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It was great. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> it was. I'm so glad to have seen it. Uh, that's that's it for now. Yeah, um, well, um... We gotta, um, we gotta, like, put in calls to action. Blah, blah. So, yeah, guys, that's E.T. Uh, we would love it if you would subscribe and review us on iTunes. Uh, if you have any thoughts about this, we would love to, uh, hear from you. You can email us for the eighth time, uh, tellmeyouveseenthis at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, Tell Me You've Seen This. Twitter, Tell Me You've Seen This. Instagram, Tell Me You've Seen This. No apostrophe. No apostrophe. Uh, What are we doing next? We are going to do Cabin in the Woods. And this is the first time that I will be not the host. Mm -hmm. Um, I, unfortunately, will be the one taking notes. Yeah, so if uh, you're really sick of hearing me talk, this will be the episode for you. You'll be getting this sultry voice. (laughs) That being said, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go. Well, that being said, if you have strong opinions on the movie The Cabin in the Woods, we want to hear about it. Email us. Let us know how much you hated Cabin in the Woods so I can not feel bad. You're not gonna well, hate it. Because I'm gonna, gonna bash the shit. You are this not movie. gonna hate it. It's a I'm great movie. Bash this movie right up the wall. I can't believe you haven't seen this. It's a great movie. So for real, y'all. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Camera in the woods. We'll see you in two weeks. Good guys, she's finally seen the movie. It's about time. Great Scott. Now that she's seen the movie, no.